Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brekkie Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Rosa Ritchie of the Shepparton News. Thanks very much to Young Bo for that introduction and good morning to Rosa Ritchie here in the studio in the flesh. I'm back. You, you've got your mask oh, on. I can take that off, I suppose. <laughs> well, you might sound a bit muffled. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, you're sounding all right. Sounding all right. But, yeah, we do have a special dispensation between us and the mic. Yes. <laughs> How has your week been, Rosa? It's been good. It's, you know, beautiful weather, been able to actually go out and um, even went to Nagambi yesterday. So, what was well happening in Nagambi? A five or 10K bubble. Um, there is a lot happening in Nagambi at the moment, I think. Yeah, well, yesterday it was, I'm sure there were plenty of other things, but I was there uh, because GoTafe has launched a new mobile campus. So, what they've done is they've transformed what was a semi trailer into this amazing uh, mobile campus which will go all over northern Victoria. Um, They project it'll assist about 200,000 people over the next three years to access uh, not only information about study or access study but career counselling, help with their resume, even just using a computer. You know, they've got computers in the semi-trailer and they'll uh, publish where it'll be and when online and what so a, what forth. What a great idea because if you really need those that sort of help, chances are you might find it difficult to access um, the campuses that are some way away. Yeah, so um, one of the, you know, when, when we were discussing who it would benefit, obviously there's all sorts of different people from all different walks of life and even different ages. It's not just for young people. Um, one example that came up was say, a mother who was also a carer for her elderly parents, um, walking down the main street of her regional town, she's someone who previously thought further education was not an option for her because of um, lack of access to facilities or, you know, living far away from Shepparton. And she sees this bright orange, you know, go-tafe hub right in the middle of the street and someone says, hey, you know... Come on in. Come on in, (laughs) let's have a chat. So um, they're really hoping that they'll catch people who didn't know that it was an option for them. That's fantastic. And take education to people rather than expecting them to find a way to come to... to It's quite logical when you think about it. Yeah, and it came together, you know, I think it all came together very quickly. So um, it's supported by the Victorian government. And a lot of the courses are free, aren't they? Yeah, go take, um, you know, plenty of free courses and certainly, you know... Can't lose. Rocking up at the mobile campus, all the advice and the help is free. Yeah. So Fantastic. Sounds like a great initiative. Yeah. What else have you been working on? Um, well, one of my most enjoyable stories to cover, uh, which was published on Monday, was about a new... Well, relatively new. It's been there about a month, a food van at the lake. So mm. this is my second time. I've, I, I seem to have collected the food van uh, around at work, which I'm not complaining about at all. Um, It's called Grill on Wheels. And at first glance, it looks like it sells all the classic, um, you know, delicious fast food that we love, burgers and palmas and chips. But um, Manjit and Raj, who run the van, are originally from India, and they're also serving really incredible Indian street street food. So this is obviously separate to the one with the sort of the coffee and donuts. 
completely separate. So where is this one located or is it in different The same places? car park. So okay. the, the car park at the top end of the lake yep. with the toilet blocks, but yep. it's at the entrance to the car park, so sort of nearer to the main road. And it'll be there Fridays from about 1 o'clock till late um, and the same hours on the weekend. That's fantastic. I love this idea. I would yeah. love love this idea of that, of that developing. In the past, it seemed as though that wasn't allowed to happen. Yeah. So I'm... I'm pleased that it can now. And so they started serving a few Indian street foods as just specials and they thought we'll have a couple every day. Um, but their samosa chart, which is homemade samosas, everything, every little detail of it is made um, handmade from scratch, um, topped with, you know, beautiful sauces and anyway... Obviously, you, can vouch, you, you can tell that I got to taste it. <laughs> you can vouch for that one. <laughs> I can vouch for that one, and and it was so popular, it's now a permanent item on the menu. So some vegetarian fare for my, for my good self. So that's samosa chart uh, is vegetarian. Okay, I think excellent. a lot of the a lot of the Indian yeah, it's um, pretty good, uh, pretty safe, uh, uh, pr- plenty of great vegetarian Indian options. That's for sure. Yeah. So that'll okay. be that's an, another value add to a lake walk on the weekend. Exactly, it's great. It. Do your two laps or whatever, and then. Um, have some refreshments and some yes. goodies afterwards. Yes. Fantastic. Okay. Well, I think the other uh, food van, the uh, donuts and the coffee's there every day though, isn't it? I think at this stage, because I think that's weekends as well, um, weekends and school holidays. Seem to have been there during the week. Uh, during maybe. school holidays, they come every day. Well, but they're on Tuesday. Okay. Well, yeah. oh, public holiday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because um, because the couple who run that both also have full time jobs. Okay. As yeah, as do Manjit and C- uh, Raj who who run the other food van. So it's really nice as well. These are people who have other jobs. They're busy you people. Know, busy people, but um, they're passion projects, and they are just a pleasure for us to <laughs> enjoy on the weekends. Any other highlights, Rosa? Um. She's no. keeping us in suspense. Oh, gosh, keeping you in suspense. I think there were a lot of education stories, which was nice this week, you know, just speaking generally, like more going on with GoTafe. They've, they've now, they're now collaborating with SPC to offer more apprenticeships. Um, and uh, I did a story with the Golden Murray Local Learning and Employment Network um, who uh, had four youth interns do some research about uh, employment availability in... Shepparton. Yes, so they're coming on the uh, program. They're coming. Upcoming, yes. Yes, they're coming in. Yeah. So, and that was, it's all just having, as listeners know, as you know, for the past couple of months, been able to only speak about COVID a lot of the time, despite our best efforts. Um, a week of stories about, you know, young people getting jobs, people of all ages getting access to education. It feels like there's some sort of momentum in it and it makes next year feel like um, a happy prospect. Yeah, there seem to be a lot of employers looking for workers, which is great. Yeah, and someone, um, you know, someone in our Facebook comments said, you know, jobs can be available, but there's a lot more like sociocultural factors and um, socioeconomic factors that prevent employers and potential employees from finding each other. And um, Bree, who's one of the youth interns, replied and said, yes, and we addressed this in the report. So it's this really detailed look at, okay, sure, there are jobs available, but how do we get both those sides of the labour market connected? You would think it would be simple, but it's not. I, I, I know, you know, having a young person myself, you know, they say, oh, you're crying out for employ- you know, for employees, and then you apply and you don't even hear back a lot of the time. So yeah. there's something, some disconnect there, there isn't yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, anything else you need to let us know about before you go, Rosa? I know that there's obviously every day I read out all the headlines in the ship news and we can't possibly do justice to everything that's happened this week, but... I think probably one of the biggest stories that I can't go into too much detail is um, about a case that was heard in court um, this week after the death last week of Strathmerton's postmaster, John Burke. Yeah, and horrible story. It's a terrible, yeah, it's a terrible... Um, series of events and allegations um, and a man after John died so he'd been in hospital for about two months after an attack in um, at the roadhouse I think at the roadhouse in yep. August um, so sadly he died last week and following um, this is John Burke John Burke yeah following the death of John Burke uh, Namurka man had his charges upgraded to manslaughter and um, a woman who was also Present, um, allegedly, allegedly involved, yeah. mm. uh, has been charged with assault. So um, from memory, the manslaughter charge won't be heard in detail until March next year or you know, for several months. So we won't um, know a lot more about it, but it's to the Strathmerton community and to I'm sure many people in Shepparton and surrounding towns, it's um, a really important development uh, on an issue which has caused a lot of grief in the community. Yeah, obviously he's a postmaster, he'd be very well known. And here, okay, here's a nice little silver lining. The post office in Strathy has been run by volunteers ever since John Burke was hospitalised. The community said, all right, well, we still need the post office. That's amazing. And so they... Uh, as I understand it, they were um, collaborating with John's daughter, I think, who helped them gain access to the post office and figure out how things work. So that's pretty amazing. About 10 volunteers have been taking it in turns, um, I think just three, you know, three days a week hmm. and maybe reduced hours. But um, that's pretty miraculous and, yeah, a testament to the community. Yeah, they're obviously hoping John would come back and very um, sincere condolences to his family and friends and, and the community that he won't be. Yeah. And this this is um, after, not long ago, another very well-known local resident at Strathy also passing away. Is it Mitch Cleary? Mick Mi Cleary? Mick Mi Cleary. Cleary, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so they've had a few unfortunate incidents up that way. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're grieving, I suppose, a, f a few things at the moment. Um, I'm actually heading up there tonight to Cactus Country. So are you? There are uh, good things happening at Strathmerton. Of that, that's one of them. <laughs> What's the occasion, may I ask? A uh, fairly uh, alumni catch-up. Very nice. Um, because John Hall, who owns with his family Cactus Country, was part of my fairly group. Here's my, here's, here's my very earnest confession on air. You haven't been to Cactus Country? No, my fiancé proposed to me at Cactus Country. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting married? I'm getting married, yeah. Wow, uh, congratulations. It, there's no planning. There's no planning yet because oh. I refuse to... Plan, well, I refused to plan <laughs> anything until there were no restrictions yeah. and everyone was um, double-dosed. So when did this proposal occur? About six months ago in Cactus Country. So we're, anyway. we're just behind the times here at 1FM. We're congratulating no, I... Rosa for getting <laughs> engaged six months ago, but better late than never. I, I like to keep a low profile. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, yeah, that's why you're on radio and work for a newspaper. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll let you go. Um, and thank you very much, Rosa. Um, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of good stories, big stories in the Shepparton News this week, so I'm sure no next week will be no different. Um, uh, well, we won't. Be I won't be catching up with you next week, but uh, we'll catch up with you the Friday after because Enjoy I'll be some away time next week. Away. Thank you, Rosa. Take care.
Do you run a business here in the Goulburn Murray region? Are you looking to realistically grow your customer base? If you answered yes to these two questions, then there's something that you need to know. Right here on the station that you're listening to, 1FM, we offer the region's most price competitive and effective radio advertising packages available. Get the message? That's okay. Thousands of others did too. Inquire today on 5831 3131. SDP Tax have been your trusted local accounting firm and have been proudly helping people just like you across the Goulburn Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax reductions? Call SDP Tax on 1300 346 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible with no upfront fee charged. What are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1300 346 829 or visit www.sdptax.com. 1FM sponsor. Wake up to sleep at 40 Winks. Our exclusive bed match system takes the confusion out of buying a bed. And right now, you can get any size mattress for the price of a single. That's a queen, king, or even a super king mattress for the price of a single on a range of leading brand mattresses. Get any size mattress for the price of a single. But hurry, sale ends this Sunday. And sponsors 40 Winks, Riverside Plaza, Shipperton. I love springtime, the warm sunshine and the beautiful flowers, but it's also the start of spider and snake season. Baby spiders are hatching right now, so it's the perfect time to get your house sprayed for spiders. Our technicians are COVID vaccinated and follow a strict COVID safe plan. At Jason's Pest Control, we only use the best and safest chemicals to treat your entire home inside and out, including your fences and rubbish bins. So don't let spiders invade your home. Book a spider spray now. Jason's Pest Control, 1-800-599-699 or find us on Facebook. Station sponsor. Antique Fair, on now here at 159 High Street, Shepparton. Add a touch of class to your household decor with the beauty of fine antiques from all over the world. France, Germany, England, a beautiful collection of unique furniture, ornaments and crockery, all right here in the Goulburn Valley at Albury Antiques, 159 High Street, Shepparton. A huge range and great prices with new stock arriving regularly. Visit us at Aubrey Antiques, 159 High Street, Shepparton. Open Wednesday to Sunday, 10am to 5pm. Station sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.